Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Then we get started with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for taking care of us. Father God, thank you for always being there for us. Father God, we ask as we partake in your word, we, we ask you to help us apply it. Help us to be able to use it through our daily walk with you. Help us to be compassionate, be loving people, and help us to always stay focused on you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. First of the day, Proverbs 4 and 23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Topic, who does your body belong to? Affirmations. I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I belong to God. I am allowing God to pour into me. I am a servant of God. I am beautiful. Our body is supposed to belong to God. And a lot of times we give our body to this world. We are quick to do whatever we feel like because we feel that our body belongs to us. So we are mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually abusing our body. Why? Because we have no control even though we think we are in control. At one time we used to say, God, you're my everything. But how do we think we make him feel when we take our all our attentions and love and give it to the world instead of him. Who does your body belong to? Mentally, we say we are okay, but we allow this world to break us in many ways. We we don't guard our heart towards the right things. We guard our heart against God, but not towards the things we know will hurt, hurt us. The Bible verse says this, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. It tells us here above everything, that means if nothing else, if if we don't do anything else, make the, this a priority to guard our heart. Why is the promise making us, asking us this? Because when we allow people in this world to get to our heart, it changes who we are. It changes how we operate and how we think. The joy leaves us a bit because we have been hurt. Are we angrier because we are hurt? We become sadder when we are hurt. And, we, and our focus leaves Christ. And is placed on how can we fix this heart of ours? The other part says everything you do flows from it. Everything flows from our heart. What we love and what we hate, it flows from it. We can love someone we don't supposed to love. We can do things we don't supposed to do because our heart wants it. it give, we give it. We give it to it. But what if we gave our heart fully to God? What if we gave our body fully to God? Or what if we give every aspect of ourselves to him? Psalms 103 says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we are his self. And we are his people, his sheep and his pasture. This verse here, we all know it. But do we believe that this is true? Do we believe that this applies to us? That we are made from him and we are his? We are his sheep that are in his pasture, meaning that this is God's world and we are in we are his. And because we dwell here on earth, we belong to him. We can spend our days trying to figure out who we are and what we, we what we should be doing. But the first lesson is no, we are God's. That's that's whatever we do, it doesn't change that we are his. We might change who we who we think we are, we we are or who our bodies belong to, but he doesn't change. 
Who does your body belong to? When we commit, when we commit pacific sins, we, we don't understand that it violates our relationship with Christ. But we must remember that we are giving ourselves away to the wrong things. The Holy Spirit kept me up one night thinking about this verse. And, and he said, when we sin, we are giving ourselves away to the enemy. We are leaving ourselves open for him to keep coming back and forth, pouring into us the wrong things. That's why we are so inclined to do what we do, because we plant his ways into us but when we fight against the things of the flesh and we deny him the access he can't do those things so who does your body belong to it's not just our mind it's not just our heart it's it's our mouth we are we are careful with what we say to, we should be careful what we say to others when we say our bodies belong to god we must allow him to be our gatekeeper of our mouth we must let him filter out what we will say before we say it. We must allow him to change how we respond. Are we responding to others with love or with anger in harsh words? Psalms 141 3 says, set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the, over the door of my lips. Our entire body belongs to God. It's not just what we think and what we do to our body. It's what we say. And when we say, my body is the temple of God, that means every part. That means we allow him to show us how to conduct ourselves why because we desire to please god are you pleasing god or ourselves who does your body belong to today if you're trying to figure out what you need to do and how to change start with your body start changing who and what you let become your focus because we can allow things of the world to change our mind and change our heart and those can alter what we feel and desire for god our body isn't ours what we put in it and allow what pours in it matters and it should matter to us what happens with that. Ask God to help you to surrender everything to him. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being God, for guiding us, loving us, molding us, shaping us. And most of all, we thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. Lord, we want to give you every part of our body. Help us to do that. Help us not to hold back. Lord, guide us on what you like for us to do. Lord, it's so easy to fall prey to the world and do what it says and act the way it does. It's easy to let go of the things of the spirit to hold on to this world. Father, help us to hold on to you. Help, Please help us to make you a priority and not a secondary. Help us to surrender to you, Lord. We thank you so much. We thank you for watching over us at night while we sleep. We thank you for giving us peace in our mind. We thank you for never giving up on us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is, who does your body belong to? We can sit here all day and say that our body is ours. But when we become a Christian, and I've said this time to time again, and you should all know this, that your body belongs to God. And a lot of times people think, okay, no tattoos, no piercings, no this, no that, no, no liquor, no smoking. No, it also goes to what we let our heart fixate on, what we let come out of our mouth, what we let pour in us. What people don't understand what music and what shows you watch is pouring into you. It's altering what you're thinking. We should be careful what we watch and what we listen to. Um, about a month ago, I was uh, praying and the Holy Spirit told me, he said, I don't want you to listen to anything that's not of me as far as music. You know, and I was like, oh, OK, so I, I listen to I have a playlist. And most of the songs in there are clean music. It's a little hip hop. Everything's clean on there. And I love all kinds of music, bluegrass, rap, hip hop, R&B, 70s, a classic opera, you name it. I like it. I love all kinds of music. So on this playlist, 
I think I had over 300 songs on my Spotify list. And I'm like, okay, okay, I just won't listen to it. So I just kind of not click that button to listen to it. He said, no, I want you to delete the songs. I said, 300 some odd songs? You want me to delete the 300 odd songs of playlist? He said, yes. He said, I don't want you listening to that type of music anymore. He said, I want your ears to be pure. He said, I want what you listen to be pure. And I said, well, what, what music can I listen to? And so I said, can I listen to gospel, you know, Christian music? He said, Christian music. I said, can I listen to classical? He said, yes. I said, well, what opera? He said, yes. I'm like, okay, great. Good. I'm like, okay, even 70s. I can listen to 70s. No. He said, he said, Louis, I want it to be where you have ears to hear me. Clean ears, not nothing blocking it with this music. He said, some music, you don't know that's what's pouring into you. What you're allowing into you is affecting you. So I said, okay. I said, I just won't, I won't click the playlist. He said, I want you to delete it. I, it took me about 10 minutes to delete that playlist. Because these this playlist, I've had Spotify for, let's just say six years. Let's just say good solid six or good solid five. So from five years to now, I've been putting these songs in this playlist. And so he's like, no, I don't want you listening to this type of music. I'm like, okay. So I got rid of it. So now I listen to classical. I listen to opera. And it's been so life-changing, actually, to just listen to nothing that's talking about where you're going to go and who you're going to shoot and what you're going to do and who you're going to do this to. It's, it's life-changing, actually. I, I feel like I'm much calmer now that I have changed what music I listen to. So it stops what I think, I didn't think it was nothing wrong with the music I was listening to. Cause I was like, it's clean. No, he, he, the Holy Spirit felt like it was too much to be poured into me. See, we become his. So when he guide us down a road and he says, this is the road I want you to go on. We can't debate him. We can ask questions, but we can't debate him. This is the road he wants us on. This is the road he placed me on. Now, I'm not saying to get rid of your playlist, wherever you listen to, wherever you're watching. Take it up with God. Ask God, what do you want me to listen to? What do you want me to watch? Is it something that I'm watching that you don't like? Is it something that I'm listening to that you don't like? Is it someone I'm talking to, being friends with that you don't like? Remove them. And I prayed this prayer just the other day. I said, God, I said, any way in my life you don't like, remove them. I think I've lost two or three people that I normally talk to daily. I don't talk to them anymore. Because when we pray this prayer, we're telling God, I want my life to be aligned with you. I want my body to be aligned with you. I want my mind to be aligned with you, my heart. But we also got to understand is that we have to ask God daily. If we can remember, ask God daily, God, clean my heart, cleanse me. Show me what's in my heart that's not of you. Because your heart is part of you. It's not just about tattoos. A lot of people stop there and they be like, okay, no tattoos, no piercing, no drinking, no no smoking. No, it's deeper than that. What, what are you thinking about? What are you allowing your mind to think about? What are you allowing your, your heart to be open to? We have to be careful who we allow in our life. Because somehow we can allow someone in our life that can break us. And they was there, placed there to break us. To make us where we won't pray. To make us so hurt that we won't pray. Make us so hurt that we won't reach out for God. And we won't praise God. Because that was their mission. That's what they was placed there for. 
We have to be careful. That's why the Bible verses. Let's go to it real quick. I, my Bible's outside this closet door. Let's go to Proverbs 4 and 23. So I'm going to do it on my phone today. Go to Proverbs um, 4, NLT, if you could. And we're going to go to verse 23. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart. That means put a shield over it. That means place wherever protection you can. That means distance yourself. That means put a, 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 a plank or a divide between you and whatever else that's causing you think going to cause you some pain. That might cause you to stray away. That might cause you to love God less. Because you got to understand the enemy is still going to attack you in every aspect of your life. And you got to be ready. That's why you should guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. One incident in your life, one bitter moment, one angry moment, that can change who you are as a person. And trust me, I can tell you, it happened to me. It took me months to get myself, ask God, to have God. It took me months to allow the Holy Spirit in to got me back on course. Because I was so broken. Because a lot of times who you think wants what's best for you, they do not. People that you have known all your life, you think that care, they don't. That's why we got to ask God and ask God to give us the wisdom and knowledge to figure out in the discerning spirit of who is for me and who's against me? Who doesn't want me happy? Who wants me happy? Who should I be around and who I shouldn't be around? That's why we have to pray daily to ask God, who are the people that's in my life or the things in my life? Filter them out. God, be my water filter. We have a, a water filter that um, we have filtered water. And the water is brought in by a company called Coolian. This water has been filtered. It's been, it, it goes through so many processes before it be brought to us and that's what we must do is ask God filter out who comes to me before they come to me but also with this prayer we must allow him to filter we must allow him to to pick because when we tell God God filter out who comes to me don't say oh I seen I seen this person I talked to them just for a little while no God said no leave them where they at no I think they might be okay no God is saying leave them where they at leave them where they at He's telling you they're not meaning you any good. If God placed someone in your life, if something, if someone get into your life, not even someone, a show, a music, whatever it could be, wherever it get placed in your life and immediately it leaves, is because God doesn't want it there. Don't go searching for it. Don't go figure out why can't I listen to that song anymore? Why can't I talk to that person anymore? Why can't I go to this place anymore? Why can't I watch this show? Because it's a reason. Um, let me tell y'all a quick story. I like watching this show called Euphoria. I used to watch this show called Euphoria. First came out, loved it. I like Zendaya, Zendaya, the actor, loved it. And so as I'm watching it, I think I'm on the last, I was on the last episode. And he said to me, because at the time it was only the first season. So I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, he said, you don't need to watch this show. I said, why? I love this show. Zendaya's in it. She's my favorite, one of my favorite actors. He's like, no. He said, no, you shouldn't watch it. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess I won't watch it. And so I put the movie, the, the show on pause. 
And I heard him again very sternly. He said, you do not need to watch this show anymore. So then I got to talking to a couple people and it was like, man, you know, this show is filled with this, it's filled with that. It's filled with things that I don't need to entertain. The drinking, the, the, the different things that goes on in the show, those things can open doorways that you might have closed. Drinking, might have, uh, not saying I, you know, not saying the things I'm about to list is not the things that I dealt with, but I'm just listing them as a thing. If you're watching a show, let's just say this. If you're listening, watching a show that's dealing with drinking, excessive sex, uh, excessive um, drugs, if you dealt with those things, you're watching it. If you're not strong enough to say, I don't want to do those things, the, the spirits that's in the show is going to come. It's going to open a doorway of curiosity. Well, maybe I can go back to drinking. Maybe I can go back to doing this. Maybe I can go back to doing that. That's why you have to guard your heart, guard your eyes, guard your mind. Above all else, guard your heart. Because when you start to ponder and get curious, your heart starts to change to saying, maybe I can dabble into this. And when we start dabbing, we'll become fully involved. So we have to be careful what we listen to, what we watch, who we talk to, who we're involved with. Let's look at some reference verses. Okay, first reference verse is, um, let's go to 1 Corinthians 9 and 27. Like I said, I, I don't have my Bible inside my closet. And I don't want to stop right now to go get it because it makes a loud noise when I open this door. Let's go to NLT version. Verse 27. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I might myself might be disqualified. So let's start back over. My, I discipline my body like an athlete. Someone that's an athlete, they constantly in the gym, constantly working out, constantly making sure their body's conditioned to run. If they're a football player, run if they're NBA, run if they're a track star, whatever they got to do, athlete got to do, they're constantly practicing that sport so they can get better. So it says training to do what it should do. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I might be disqualified. He's saying that I train my body so I can make sure that I won't fall. So I won't do things that I shouldn't do because even though I teach it and preach it, I might be disqualified because my flesh might want what it shouldn't. So he's talking about, I discipline my body like an athlete. That means he takes the time, he reads his Bible, he prays, he meditates, he fasts, he does the things that he should do because he goes the extra mile because he knows he can fall just like anyone else. I can fall just like anyone else. Just because you carry a title, just because you hold a position, doesn't mean you can't fall. And Paul is saying here, I might be disqualified after pre preaching. I fear this because sin and temptation can easily come and change the way you outlook, look at things in your life. So that's why we must pray every morning. That's why we must study our word. That's, must, that's why we must get under the wings of, the, of God and ask God, God, have your Holy Spirit to teach me your ways. That's why you should bind them around your neck. Tatter them to your heart. 
the word of God stand on it. Because it's so easy to be provoked to do wrong. It's so easy to be turned away from what we should, what we shouldn't do. What we it should, it's so easy to turn away from things that we should do. It's so easy to lose that zeal for the Holy Spirit. It's so easy to lose that zeal to wake up in the morning and pray because life gets hard. Because all you want to do is sleep because you're depressed. All you want to do is eat and watch TV because your your anxiety is high. All you want to do is not be in your prayer closet. All you want to do is not be on your knees because you are hurt. Because you didn't stand post of your heart. You didn't stand post by your heart. You didn't stand guard by your heart. You didn't push things away that you should have pushed away. So now your heart is forever changing. It's not staying still. Your heart is wondering what it should do. Your heart is longing to do this. Your heart is longing to do that. Your mind is wondering what you should do. Instead of being at peace when you pray, your mind is wondering, maybe I should go take a drink because this isn't working for me. Maybe I shouldn't meditate. Maybe I should go smoke to get some peace. Or maybe I should go find someone to, to have a special moment with because I want to feel something. You see, you have to be careful. Paul is saying that just because it doesn't matter how many years you've been in the Lord, that you can become disqualified. He says in verse 25, he says, all athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it to internal prize. Our eternal prizes, everlasting life, our eternal prizes, heaven. We train, we discipline ourselves to say no to what our flesh wants, and say no to, to different desires our mind comes with and different thoughts. We say no to these things because we want to be disciplined and we want our eternal prize because things on this earth fades away, but this eternal prize doesn't. So once again, who do your body belong to? Do it belong to God? Are you just saying it belongs to God and really it belongs to the TV shows? And maybe your ears belong to Bob and accounting. And maybe your heart belongs to someone that broke it. Because a lot of times what happens is we want things that hurt us, but we don't want things that will fix us. We're run away from God every day. But we'll run to this person, that person that broke us. We'll run to the things that we shouldn't have. Why? Hmm? Why Why do we keep running back to things that divert us away from God? Hmm? Do we think that's going to give us a different outcome? Trust me, I've done this thing that you're doing now. You're running to the same person or same things that, that you think are going to make you feel better. It's not. But what is going to make you feel better is when you start allowing God to be the person that supposed to own your body, the person that supposed to, you're supposed to give your body to is just God. A lot of times we, we give ourselves to people because we think they will stay. We do things that we shouldn't do because we think that it will make us feel better eventually. And we hold on to things and memories and thoughts because we think that maybe it will come back. 
But as you know, everything has an expiring date. Everything on earth here has an expiring date, but the love of God doesn't. The healing power of God doesn't. But it takes an everyday thing of submitting and committing and surrendering yourself to him. Surrendering your body, surrendering your mind, surrendering your heart, surrendering your mouth to him. So the question is asking, who do your body belong to? I hope you enjoyed this devotional. I did. It brought back a lot of things that made me wonder and made me think that I want to know if you're not for sure today, you should want to know that your body, your whole entire being belongs to God. And if it doesn't, you need to get there. And if you don't know how, Start by talking and listening to him. Hope you all have a great day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Have a blessed day.